Hey, Duncan. Hey, Duncan. Just hold up a second. Hey, guys, back up a little bit, okay? What you're hearing is a scrum of journalists swarming Alpine Congressman Duncan Hunter prior to entering federal court. This morning, Hunter pleaded guilty to misspending campaign finance funds, putting an end to a years-long scandal that began with reporting from the UT watchdog. Hunter and his wife, Margaret, now have both admitted misspending up to a quarter million dollars in campaign finance funds, betraying the public trust for personal gain. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. UT reporter Morgan Cook has been covering the story for nearly four years. Following the sentencing, here's her recap. So today, Duncan Hunter went to court and pleaded guilty to a single count of conspiracy uh, to commit offenses against the United States and specifically uh, to use campaign money for personal purposes. Uh, The outcome is that he will be sentenced uh, in March, and then they will decide, you know, what will happen to him after that. They did not say specifically, but they they said that they would probably, you know, if they had a guess, they would say about a year they would try to seek for uh, inside the courtroom. They read the plea agreement, and uh, Representative Hunter said that he understood. He said it was his intention to plead guilty, and uh, and that's what he wanted to do. There will be sentencing in March, and then if he uh, goes to prison, he will serve time, and uh, I guess that will be the end of it. After the hearing, members of the Department of Justice and two of Hunter's political opponents spoke about the ruling. That was Assistant U.S. Attorney Philip Halpern, who spoke to reporters following the sentencing. According to the indictment, the hunters used funds for ordinary expenses like dental bills, home repairs, and fast food meals. They also used the donations to pay for exotic vacations, private school tuition, video games, and plane tickets for Margaret's mother to travel to and from Poland. They also used another $500 in campaign funds to fly the family's pet rabbit, named Egbert, across the country with them, a fact that was clarified by Margaret Hunter's plea agreement earlier this year. Here's the congressman after his plea. Assistant U.S. Attorney Emily Allen, who was a co-prosecutor in the case, explained the reasoning behind the indictment. Congressman Hunter stole money that his supporters donated to his federal re-election campaign. And he did this over the course of many years. He was indicted and he pled guilty today because of his own misconduct and no one else's. This is not a case about mismanagement or accounting errors or mistakes. 
Duncan Hunter intentionally took money that did not belong to him, and he used it for his own benefit. For that, he has been held accountable, and we are pleased that today he has taken this first step toward taking responsibility for his crime. The federal campaign spending laws were built to guard against corruption in politics. When Congressman Hunter spent his campaign funds for his own personal use, he became beholden to his donors, and he put his impartiality and the interests of his constituents at risk. While this crime may not involve allegations of cash bribes, make no mistake, it is corruption all the same. We commend the FBI leadership and the dedicated team of special agents who investigated this case for their tireless efforts in rooting out corruption at every level. And we thank them for their work on behalf of the American electorate. Thank you. As of now, it's not yet known how much time that either of the hunters will spend in prison. He will be sentenced on March 17th, however. Even though there were 60 counts in the indictment, both of them pleaded guilty to the major indictment that encompasses the entirety of their criminal acts. Here's Halpern explaining. Today's indictment raises a number of political questions. If he resigns, California Governor Gavin Newsom may call for a special election. This would create another election in the 50th Congressional District on top of the normal primary election that will happen on March 3rd, which is Super Tuesday for the Democratic race. Two other people running in the race took time to speak to reporters, Democrat Amar Kampanajar and Republican Carl DeMaio. During Wednesday morning's events, speakers continually referenced the importance of a free, independent press, pushing back against Hunter's former claims of fake news and that the indictment was a political witch hunt. I read that article, I discussed it with MIL, 
went to the FBI and we said, look at this, is there a case? And after that, we went and consulted the people in DOJ who, in this administration, made the decision to indict Representative Hunter. Nothing could have been more apolitical than the process that was involved here. In fact, today, in many ways, is a triumph for the press and shows the importance of having a free press that not only can the people rely on, but that the Department of Justice can turn to for guidance. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com slash podcasts. Until next time.